Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is a production of Off the Hook Sports with Dave Hooker. So I get a text last week from Steve Ray at uh, Al's Nest Barbecue and at Steve Ray Midnight Oil. He said, do you care to talk about the Jimbo Fisher and the Nick Saban thing? I was like, yeah, I think we can do that. All right. So I want to remind you for all your car needs, go to Midnight Oil right there in Ottawa. They'll take care of you, but also your barbecue needs and those barbecue supplies. Go to Al's Nest Barbecue. But let's Let's take a quick step because I know summer is a time to go to the lakes, take vacation. Uh, Chris Landry, LandryFootball.com. Maybe our uh, complete audience isn't up to speed, but that seemed to get really personal really quick. I'm just going to open it up. What did you think from afar knowing both of these gentlemen? Well, and I haven't, I don't think I've mentioned this to you before, but so I actually recommended Jimbo Fisher to Nick Saban when when Nick got the job at LSU. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Jimbo was doing a really good job at Cincinnati. And Cincinnati had played, uh, or I don't think they played Michigan State, but Michigan State, when Nick was the head coach there, in exchange film, was really impressed. And he asked me, who's this guy at Cincinnati? 
And he wasn't the head coach. Rick Minter was the head coach, but Jimbo was a, uh, and so we talked about it. So when this all happened and blew up, that's the first thing I'm thinking of. Man, you talk about things going bad. Uh, I was not impressed with how either handled it. Um, but the difference is, in my view, Dave, and how I view it is, Nick Saban it, it was was very poised on how he did it. I think naming AM, you know, and saying that and then saying things like, you know, well, you know, you, I've read it in the paper. That's not exactly, you know, professional to, to say, well, it's got to be true. If I read it on the Internet, I read it in the paper. It's not necessary. So I didn't think that was really good. But Jimbo Fisher took unprofessional to a different level. Uh, this has been building up for a while. This is this has been some issues that have gone on. We saw it back in what, well, February after signing day. Um, so this was a part of it. I, I think what it did, it showed a peek into and knowing both of these guys, seeing them talk, it, it really fits their personality. Both from West Virginia, by the way. Nick is kind of buttoned up, polished. You know, I mean, I think. He meant to talk about the problems in college football and, again, stepped over the line. If he didn't step over the line, he wouldn't have felt the need to apologize for mentioning AM. And so he didn't do, by, by any stretch, he didn't do the right thing. But what he talked about was mainly the truth. What Jimbo Fisher did was just, it was like the, the kid at fourth grade that said, oh, yeah, and your mama's ugly too. You know what I mean? It's just It was really embarrassing how he did it, and and quite frankly, it was an even worse look. I thought, Dave, I don't know how you felt about it as a as a veteran of the media. That you know, Jimbo had a chance to come out, polished, professional, to say, "Look, we have done everything according to the rules. We've done, you know, as they are stated, and without any rules, we're we're doing the best we can, and not get into the name calling and all of that." I think he looked small in doing this. And I know the Aggie fans love it because all fan bases do that, sticking up. But I just thought he looked really bad. And to try to go so far as to diminish what the guy has done and then, you know, himself going out and saying, well, you can check into his best. Well, Jimbo, you were there. <laughs> and I got to tell you that I know people on the staff at LSU. And I, look, people who've worked for Nick Saban will say hard to work for tough, demanding, but I, you know, it's Jimbo that has the background of, he had a show cause when he first went to AM with some issues that he did there. Yeah. I know about the problems at Florida state and with Jameis Winston and others. I, I just, I think what's the saying there? You're the wordsmith, Dave, as me think he doth protest too much. I think when you start to, attack like a wounded, you know, animal, then maybe you're trying to cover up something. I get the feeling that if AM came on and said, yeah, we, we did, you know, we put things together, you know, certainly don't admit to getting players to come in the recruiting process because that is illegal. But having NIL set up, that's part of what today's game is. And you know what? We're doing it better. That's no different than saying, look, we don't like the up-tempo offenses, but by God, we're going to take advantage of the rules. Yeah. Just do it. But I think what it is, Jimbo wants credit for having this great recruiting class, and it had nothing to do with NIL. 
I mean, that's that's a nobody's buying that, Dave. And I just think just just be professional. And I just think he was anything but. Well, and for those that don't know, because Texas A&M still fairly new to the conference, you're talking about big daddy bucks. I mean, those that's the type of money that is on a, a, another level from uh, most SEC programs. I, I see what I think this comes down to, and you tell me if I'm reaching. I think when all is said and done, this money is going to shake its out, shake itself out. Um, a backup left guard is going to be worth X amount of dollars. You know, my business brain starts working. Whatever that number settles out to be in an open market society, that's fine. And then you're going to see it settle itself out. And then, Chris, I would argue that Alabama still has the advantage. Because if you sit back and you say, what I want to, uh, about my son, I don't want him to have to worry about going to Taco Bell because he doesn't have the money during college. I want him to be taken care of. So I think we've pretty much gotten past that point. Thank you, Arian Foster. But I think that we're, <laughs> we're at the next point where he can at least live comfortably. You know, he can take a girl out to see a movie. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. Um, the new Jackass movie is out. <laughs> don't go to that. There is, I mean... You know, so they, I think we're starting to find a happy medium. I think just like in everything our, in our country, it has to work itself out. So at the end of the day, if I say University of Alabama can get me a million, University of Texas A&M can get me a million, the University of Austin P can get me a million. You know what I'm going to say, Chris? Which team can get me best prepared for the NFL? Yeah, if you if you can, if you're the player that can get, a million from all those three. If Austin P can come up with a million, I'd like to hear about that, by the way. You know, some of the smaller schools may be able to give a million dollars, but, but to your point, a smaller school may be able to pay a million dollars to one player. An A&M is going to be able to play, you know, like in other big-time schools are going to be able to play several million, you know, meaning a million to a whole bunch of players. And football is a game of numbers. But I do think this. I believe there needs to be, and I've mentioned this before, so I'm not going to go into it being a broken record. Landry's on his soapbox again. But there needs to be guardrails and, and rules on how we're going to do it and administer it. Um, I think the big issue that people are missing is, well, A&M's doing nothing wrong. They're doing nothing wrong with NILs. But if you are, and of course, I laugh when people say, well, it's not going to be used for recruiting. Dave, you know, everything is used for recruiting. Yeah. If you are setting it up for players to come with a a deal, not in writing because you can't have a paper trail, but if you come here, this is what you're going to get. How is that not using it in recruiting? Well, it is. Of course it is. So I think that's the issue is, and, and I don't think you can stop that. I think the genie's out of the bottle, but we're going to have to have some regulatory rules. I think that we're eventually going to get to where the bigger schools are going to have some governing body themselves that they appoint to try to police it to some degree. I mean, you, you have to have some rules in anything you do. I mean, it's why we got stoplights and stop signs. I mean, stop signs and red lights. I mean, you got to have some some Wait, we have stop signs? We do, we do, Dave. I know we, we do. We we got a couple of them in my neighborhood. It just came up here in the backwoods. But yeah, you gotta have some some rules and, and guidelines to, to deal with stuff. But I, I do think that for the people that are saying you don't like it, you don't have to like it. 
that's the way it is. If the NCAA had taken and, and the, the the people that run college football had taken some some initiative down the road in the past to say, look, we're going to make things better, we probably wouldn't be here. But because of litigation, players sued, and that's the same way free agency started in the NFL. And so now you're not going to go back to, well, we're not going to get anything. The players are going to get their money. Now, what you do with the money? How many players get the money, and how much do they get? You know, I, I hear this. Well, you're not going to be able to manage the locker room. Well, that's what, exactly what you do in the NFL. I mean, yeah. trust me, the backup left tackle and, and the starting quarterback, you have to deal with it. This is a new world for college coaches. You don't like dealing with the prima donna college players and the NFL players? Guess what? You're going to be dealing with the prima donna college players. You're going to have to deal with that and learn what it's like to us in the NFL that, that you're going to be dealing with that. But here's the thing. You still have to coach those players. You still have to implement discipline. You, it it starts with players, Dave. But if you don't develop and utilize players, you're just going to have a highly paid, talented team that underachieves. And I will say this for AM, for Jimbo Fisher, next two years are going to they are under a lot of scrutiny because you know I don't think they're good enough to to really win big in the West, like win the West. But this year, but by 2023, 2024, if they don't win it, what's the narrative going to be? You're a longtime sports writer and media person. It's going to be, well, they spent all that money and they still can't be that. You know, I mean, that's going to be the narrative because they are at a point. Coincidence, fair, unfair, agree with it, disagree. There is a perception by the masses, by anybody that's not an A&M fan that, look, they have had the they went from being a pretty good recruiting program that's developed to having the best class ever. But Dave, I've said this before. What's that class gonna look like three years from now? Or are they, are they gonna keep it together? Are they so or or you they might say they'll argue, well, well, they'll spend all the money they need to to keep their players from not transferring. But is it gonna be now? tougher to coach a team because they're going to be individuals. Wait a minute. I'd be making more NIL money from so-and-so if I was starting, and I think I should be the starting left guard, and I'm better than this guy. And you know what? And I Look, I, I beat him out, and he's making this, you know, uh, collectives. You know, why is he making 200 grand, and I'm making 50 grand? Why don't I get – well, then he's going to have to have 250. Is it going to be a lot of individualized – problems in the locker room and is Jimbo Fisher poised enough to handle that um I don't know I mean we're gonna find that out it's a new problem it's a not a problem for the players individually because they're gonna make money but it doesn't make it easier to coach a team even though you got better players how you manage and organize it is the key. And I do think that's one part of the problem that Nick Saban sees is his job is going to get more difficult like any coach is. He's going to have that. He doesn't have the control to manage it as much as he has before because now you're going to have to manage money. And apparently they're going to have to do some things a little bit different. And that's part of what he was speaking to, to his, to his fan base, to his booster base was, you know, we're going to need more money in our collectives to, you know, instead of everybody making 50, they may need to make a little bit more as a base. And then if they go out on their own, well, 
we'll have to take that by play that by ear. Yeah, and I do want to look at this from a Tennessee perspective. So if you happen to be on my Facebook business page, you can see all the videos listed there. Go to Al's Nest Barbecue. Well, he posts all the time to Steve Ray, and he does a great job. Whether you're talking about the Butcher Barbecue, oh, man, those products are so good. They've got it all right there. They've got the grills. They've got the rubs. They've got the sauces. It's all right there at uh, our friend's. At Al's Nest Barbecue on Ottawa. It's very easy to find right next to Steve Ray's Midnight Oil. And that guy gets it done with Michelin. He's got my son some, and your car will run better. It is just awesome. Simple as that. So be sure and check us out because the next version of this very talk talk, you will find out what all this means to Tennessee, the Jimbo Nick Saban mess, and we'll be back with you next week as part of Chalk Talk, brought to you by Owl's Nest Barbecue and Michelin and Steve Raisman Nuttle. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me. And you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.